excited about doing this. Obviously, we are doing this segment to as a mastermind series to guide the women that are joining the SheEO community. This is exclusive content, so to speak, um, for the community, for you members here that we are so excited and honored to have as part of our SheEO community. If you don't know yet, I'm Rachel Medina. Uh, founder of CEO and the host of the Rachel Unpacked podcast. And we have Deneen right here, um, who is literally a co-mastermind of this entire thing and acting she, uh, acting COO. We're still getting used to our titles, by the way. Let me tell you. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So here's the great thing. Um, so if you guys listen to me on Rachel Unpacked uh, podcast, you hear me talk to myself all the time and essentially talk to you ladies. But Deneen is here because she has had a front row seat to the journey, not only with this business, obviously, get rolling up her sleeves and helping out under the hood, but to the business that we built in the past and other little projects that we worked on as well. So you want to say anything to the audience, Deneen? Well, good morning. We're glad that you're here. Today, we're going to be working on, you know, like unpacking your purpose and finding your side hustle. Um, I think so many of us have this desire inside of us to, that we want to do more, but we do not know like where to start, how to start, uh, where to begin. Um, sometimes we decide that we like things and then we get in there and we decide that this may not be exactly what we want to do. So we're kind of here to help guide you through that process of deciding is this what I really want to do? Or I know there's something, but I'm just not sure what that is. And kind of helping you get to that point. You know, and we chose this format here on Zoom, a conversation between Deneen and I, but also speaking to you, instead of doing a traditional course format, um, we understand that, you know, as many of you are busy moms, that it is difficult <laughs> to, to focus for long periods of time to really follow along with something that maybe even at the moment seems overwhelming, especially if you have the kids and you have, you know, the hubby or the dogs or this or that. We always talk about that. Well, I think for a lot of women, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, I mean, literally going from like, you're going, your kids are going to school every day to their home. And whether you work a nine to five or you actually work from home, it was a huge adjustment for everybody you know, learning the schedules, getting everybody to sit down and focus and do what they need to do when they're supposed to do it. Um, it really was a huge eye opener, I think, for a lot of women that maybe a nine to five job is not necessarily the best for their family. You know, even though money is, you know, valuable, clearly, like you need it, but it's not the end all say all. So having the ability for myself to have worked from home be home to be able to adjust and ebb and flow in that like critical moment was priceless. And thinking of like the ability to give other women the opportunity or even just the know-how that they too can actually work from home and be there for their children. Like it is 100% doable. And you know what? I think that one of the things that transpired um, was that at least for us on our team, because we were already working from home. We had yeah. cracked the code. Um, you know, we launched just home in 2015. Denine came on board like January, 2016, almost right at the beginning. And, um, and it was something that was an adjustment for all of us. You know, I had always worked in sort of a corporate machine and in office environments. Denine had as well. 
And here we were, you know, having to put together a framework of, um, of synergies and personalities and still maintain enthusiasm and all of the things, right, in order to be able to build a successful business that people enjoyed working on and, and a team of people that we all enjoyed working with yet doing it on our sort of islands. We used to say, it's like we're on islands, um, individual islands. And so we were very acclimated. We were very comfortable. So when the pandemic hit, we were like, oh, everyone's now joining our world here. <laughs> I just remember everybody sitting at their tables, taking pictures, being like, oh, work from home office. And I mean, for us, that had been something that we had been doing for five years, four five years? years already. At that yeah. point. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that came out of it for me was obviously we had to grind our business to a halt at that time. You had to do a lot of adjusting because now you were homeschooling and trying to navigate the whole thing. And at this time, we thought it was like a literal, the most dangerous killer of all killers. You know, we were really in a, in a place of unknowing. And when you don't know something, that's when fear comes in. Right. Yeah. And so we're telling you all of this, all of that to tell you this, we understand how to build businesses from home. And we understand that it is scary to leave your corporate environment, your employer. If you were at that stage where you're just not sure, we've been there, done that, and done it over and over and over again and have done it for a very long time. So as part of the community, you're going to be able to learn the framework of how to be able to build your business, whether it's from a coffee table, your home office, whatever it may be, maybe it's a laptop lifestyle where you like to just go to the beach and work. Um, we're going to guide you on that. But first and foremost, we're going to help you with this particular um, series. We're going to help you unpack, right? Your inner CEO. It's like, what is the thing that you should be doing? So during the pandemic, I was getting the phone calls and the DMs and it was friends of friends. It was friends. It was friends of friends. It was people on my Instagram, by the way, Rachel Medina 101. You can also follow the CEO show. You'll be able to, or the CEO account. You'll be able to get all the information here. However, the voices were, it was really neat and kind of scary at the same time, because the neat part about it was women were for the first time, at least that they were expressing or allowing themselves to even consider this idea that they can start over, that they can start something new, that they can tap into something they've always wanted to tap into that maybe they just couldn't get themselves to do before because they had the job and with the job came like the car payment and the mortgage and the responsibilities and the routine. And now all of that was disrupted and they could actually go, huh, maybe this is my moment to be able to pivot and pivot in a direction of something I've always wanted to do. No, absolutely. I mean, I, we've spoken to so many women over the course of the last couple of years. Um, I mean, most recently at the Pinners convention where majority of those women are doing like either crafts or soaps or candles. And that during that time was the time that they really were like, oh, you know what? I'm going to double down on this and I'm going to bet on myself. And they did it. And now they have built, a lot of women have built like brick and mortar businesses. If that's the way you want to go. But the thing is, I think before 2020, nobody really knew the options out there outside of like MLMs or, you know, that type of, um, that type of business that was like the mom work from home. Um, but now the options are pretty much endless when it comes to whether you want to do like drop shipping, you can do print on demand. I mean, you can sell little SVG files on Etsy, like 
it is incredible the amount of like things you can do yes. and make money. So this is the video that represents the number one question that I kept getting in 2020 when the pandemic hit was how do I find my purpose? How do I find my, the thing that I'm supposed to be doing? Everybody's using side hustle. And I keep saying, you know, I think we need to break up with the word hustle. I think as moms are, and wives and women, you know, we kind of, you know, we like the nicer things and we don't want to necessarily sweat to get it, <laughs> you know? So I think there's like this thing of like, balance and and we're evolving even here as a brand as we're building it and I'm realizing oh no this is about balance so I'm going to give you an example I had a woman named Myra who contacted me on social media she's a friend of a dear friend of us in the business and she came you know she was uh, she was they mentioned me to her or whatever however that came about I think she followed me on Instagram as well and she dms me and says I would love an hour with you. Like if I, I know you're probably busy, or I don't know if you're busy or not because pandemic, but if I could just get one hour to just pick your brain, I have some ideas. I just don't know where to start. If you are like Myra, you are not alone because there's like millions of Myra's. Okay. And so I listened to her. I said, okay, I got on the phone with her. We set an appointment and everything. And I just said, okay, what are you thinking that you want to do? And she immediately was like, you know, lashes are really taking off. And I see that people are making all this money doing lashes. And I said, okay, so what would that look like? And she said, well, you know, um, I'm thinking like in my house, I have a spare bedroom and we we're, we're thinking about remodeling it and we could put wallpaper. And she's like saying all this stuff, right. About wanting to then start a business from home. But this particular business was going, going to bring people into her home, okay? So I let her sort of unpack that and hear herself saying it and everything. And then I said to her, do you want to feel as though when you're home, it's just home with the kids or whatever? Or are you okay with the idea that this business is like, it requires people to enter your home. Like meaning this is like a disruption, even if there's a door from the outside. Cause she was talking about, they were going to cut like a door, like get a permit to build a door outside the spare room to be able to make this kind of like little spa situation, right. In her, in her spare bedroom. And the more that we talked about it, the more she realized the money sounds good. You know, people are making a lot of money in you know, doing uh, lash extensions. But as we started talking about that and she started hearing herself describe all the different things that she has to do in order to make this work and then what she has to do in order to keep it going, she started to realize that she didn't want to compromise the, the peace of her home. And she started to realize in, in her explaining that she wanted to protect her home. Keep in mind, we're also in the middle of a pandemic. So you're talking about bringing people in and we don't know what this whole thing is, right? So what that ended up leading to was, that's great. You've identified something that will make you money. You've identified, identified something that's very popular and that people are willing to pay for and that will make you money. You now understand it's going to be an investment because you got to get permits with the city. You got to do a little bit of construction. You got to decorate. You got to do all these things. There's, you know, may or may not be a liability, you know, because you're in people's eyes. I don't know how that works. 
But if money wasn't the issue, money aside, and I'm talking to all of you as well, if you could do whatever it is and you would do it just because you truly enjoy it, meaning the process kind of sucks, but you're willing to fall in love with it anyways, as we say, um, because the outcome of it all is just worth it to you. What does that look like? And she said, oh, I love doing like wine tasting and wine pairings and chicory boards, right? And, and with the truffles and the, and she starts, oh my gosh, when I tell you the tone in her voice between lash extensions and like wine pairings, it was, it was two different Myris. It was two different people. And I'm listening to her and I said, okay. And I said, so how, what does it cost to do that? Like, what does it look like? And she starts instantly. Oh, well, I would do the job, blah, 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 and da, 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 and I can use Instagram. And I'm, I mean, what I'm getting at is oftentimes the answers are in the questions that you're asking. Oftentimes you already know the answer. Your spirit knows the answer, but sometimes you need a sounding board or you need like people like women, like Denise and I to sit here and go, just hear yourself say it. Yeah. I think a lot of women, they don't have that like in their inner circle. And that is where like people that don't have that and they've never even been there. People are like, oh, lash extensions. Yes. Like I've heard, I, you know, I saw that on the internet. I heard that's such a great thing. I heard that, you know, people are making so much money, but does it set your soul on fire? And her sitting there going, I think I'm going to do this, spend all the money and then go, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. Like when, when you can surround yourself with women or even have a conversation and go, oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Like it's fairly, sometimes it's fairly simple as that. And, and it was really apparent that that's all she needed was to hear herself say it. And what was interesting is when she called me, that wasn't even one of the things that she was calling to talk to me about. It was just about this lash extension business. And by the time we were done, and it was a really simple conversation, like the one you and I were having right now, it's very simple. Okay, what's the business idea? Hear yourself say it. What is it going to take to make it work? Hear yourself say it. What are the potential liabilities? Hear yourself say it. How much of your time do you have to sacrifice? I think we need to stop thinking about the time as a sacrifice and more of an investment. Yes. It comes to us pursuing what we want. You know, because honestly, but oh, I think because at this point, it's like sometimes our words are so important that we're like, oh, like the sacrifice of it, the hustle of it, like, like those words, I feel like sometimes aren't very inspiring. So I would like to say like, okay, like spend the time to invest in yourself, like invest in your future. You're investing in your children's future by doing these things. It is absolutely, you're absolutely right. It is an investment and uh, most women will come and they, they do talk about the sacrifice. And I think most women are programmed to believe that everything that they're doing is sacrificing. If they're giving birth to children, they sacrifice their body. You know what I mean? Like there's all these things and we are sort of pre-programmed to believe that everything that we're doing is like a suffrage and a sacrifice. And so it's true when it comes to entrepreneurship that your time and your money, your energy, it is an investment in your business. And, um, but you have to make sure, like Denine said, that you're like on fire about it because it is exhausting. And at the end of the day, 
investments or anxiety. If you take a hundred dollars and you go one day, I'm going to turn this hundred hundred dollars into a hundred thousand dollars in the stock market. It takes time. It's a roller coaster, and it goes like this. And it takes, you know, um, it's it just takes stamina and you know emotional stamina. And so at the end of the day, it can feel like a massive sacrifice. But you're right; it's an actual investment into your dreams and and your aspirations. You just got to make sure that it is about your dreams and your aspirations, and not just about money. Because yeah. if you do things um, to serve money it'll feel like work. It'll feel like sacrifice. It'll feel like a burden. It'll feel like all those things. And if you are a woman that's already in business and you're feeling these things, there's a huge chance that that business that you're working on might not be your actual purpose. Um, and that was, I had that aha moment. Denise knows that I've had those moments and I talk about them on the Rachel Impact podcast, but with regards to Myra, she, she flourished. She eventually just heard it in herself. She felt all the feelings, imagining her doing the chikuri and the wine pairings and these little experiences for people and stuff. And she does like bento boxes with like, I mean, it just has blossomed. But today she has her social media. She posts on Instagram. When people are going to have parties, she goes and she does the things. And let me tell you, she's traveling throughout the country with her family and her partner, and she seems really happy. And she DMs here and there, and she's like, oh my God, you know, everything's going so good. And that is what we want for you, ladies. Mm -hmm. And I said it on stage not too long ago at the Women's Leadership yeah. Conference. Although CEO is spelt like a hundred million dollars, actually, it's not about the money. The truth is money does elevate your experiences. It helps you show up in a better way for yourself, for your children, your family, your partner, your community, charities, whatever it, look, whatever it is, your church, whatever you're trying to do with money, it does great things. But don't make business decisions as far as choosing that thing that you're going to be doing to start a business because it makes a lot of money. And I'm going to, there's a two part to that. <laughs> obviously you were here to make money because it does adjust your life and it elevates it and it gives you a level of freedom. But once you find that thing that moves you, that motivates you, that gets you excited about waking up and doing the thing, you might have a full-time job and you got to do this on the side, like two hours a day. You got to be very motivated. You got to really, really be inspired by what you're doing mm -hmm. and love the outcome that you haven't seen yet um, to keep you going. But I will tell you, this isn't about shortchanging yourself. So although we say, hey, it's a $100 million CEO, but it's not about the money. It's about balance. It's about pursuing the things that move you. No, absolutely. I think at this point, I mean, if you have children at home or in school, or even if you are like single and you don't, you don't even have a partner, it's like the time we have, but having flexibility to take care of things like as you need to, whether it's an emergency, whether it's a vacation, like that within itself is, it's invaluable. Like it literally is priceless to be able to ebb and flow with life without having to go to your boss and say, I, I need the time off. Yeah. I, you know, and they're like, I'm sorry, like, but you don't have any vacation days or you don't have any sick days or like you can't do that. And you're like, but I have to, I mean, being able to have that, 
I mean, that within itself is priceless. I mean, if that's more than a hundred million dollars, like yes. hands down. And sometimes it is, you know, like your business looks at different things, whether you're working a nine to five right now, but at the end of the day, it's, it's making money, but it's also flexibility for yourself. I mean, in building businesses is a lot of little tiny micro steps that most of us don't realize like it's just showing up and being very consistent in these things. And, you know, the CEO is about giving women the opportunity to like, even see what that looks like. I think yeah. a lot of it is people say, I can't, I can't do it. I, I don't know. I've never done it. Oh, you know, so-and-so did it and they failed. And if you have the wrong people in your corner, like, I'm sorry, you're going to fail every time because you really need to have people in your corner that know the process and that can help you along the way and go, just, just keep going, <laughs> just keep going. Like you just got to keep going. Um, I don't know. I'm so excited for this whole process show. I mean, like I said, just showing people examples of what's possible, like giving it, the opportunity. It is, this is probably when we talk about finding your purpose, this, um, this here, this is it. Deneen would always say these things when we were at, you know, we're working on the other business, which we still have and everything. And, and she knew, she knew I was, I was, I was unhappy. Like, here's all this money. Here's, here's the bank accounts. Obviously the overhead was insane. There is such a thing as like building a seven figure business and not being a seven figure earner and everything. And there's a lot of lessons and we've made all the mistakes. I mean, I say, I make, I've made all the mistakes as an entrepreneur and that's going to be a massive value to you ladies for sure. And Denine's been my sounding board throughout the entire journey, you know, as a founder, as a CEO as a woman, um, single mom, all the things. And I can tell you that it is something that, um, and we're going to do videos, follow the series in here, because we're going to be talking about the mindset and self-talk and all that, that we won't get into now. But what I will say is always in the beginning, it feels like everybody's chasing the money. Everybody equates success to a dollar amount. And I was no different. My entire career, I measured the level of my success by the number of commas and zeros that I was earning a year. I was measuring other people's success. If somebody was like, oh my God, that, that person's so successful. It's like, like how, like how much are we talking? It was literally a financial denomination. And the truth is, is that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And it took me, it took us building the seven figure business, almost $2 million business to sit there and go. And I talk about this on the show, you know, and I was in Europe and a hundred churches I visited and all this kind of stuff. And I, and everything in my being was like, uh, this ain't it like this ain't it. I, I wouldn't give myself permission to spend the money, which was, which was in a way a blessing because it kind of carried us through some difficult times and, and things like that in my personal life and even at the company and stuff like that. So it's always smart to have a nest egg, but, but I will tell you, like, I wouldn't allow myself to make major purchases, major anything, because I, I didn't want to be like, I was married to the business, but I like, did not it was like a disgruntled wife kind of, I was like, I'm with him. You know, it's like I got with him for the money, but now I'm like, ick. <laughs> it was kind of that energy. I tell Denine, like, oh, I don't want to seem, I don't want to seem ungrateful. 
Yeah. I, 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 I dial, I'm dialed in on my faith. And if you are an entrepreneurial woman right now, you already have your business and you're feeling like, Oh my God, I went all this way and I'm making this money and people view me as successful, but I am miserable. You are not alone. You just, it's, you're like one degree off. There is a reason why you had to go through all of that and grow and learn and experience and discover that this is not it mm-hmm. for you to be able to make that one degree, that little one degree turn, one decision away, one degree away. And it's like a ship in the ocean. The trajectory of your life will absolutely change for the better. And that's how we got here to CEO because it was like, all of that was not for nothing. It is now like Deneen said one time, maybe this other business is just the boat that we're on to get us to the next thing. And I kept going, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but it's a rowboat. And we're like, oh, we're rowing. It's a, it's a, it was a yacht, but it just wasn't going anywhere. It was like a meme that I shared with the team one day. I'm like, look, it's us. And it was like this, it was a yacht. It was like, the water is moving. The thing is not going anywhere. And I was like, we're on the yacht. We're stuck on this yacht to nowhere. Um, and so if you are hearing this and you're feeling that same kind of angst or that same, like, I can't reveal this to anyone because everyone views me as successful or an inspiration or it's normal. You're not alone. There are so many things that are um, normal that I think everybody like hides from or they don't really like admit or they don't talk about because they don't want it. They, you know, like they're, they look successful, but they don't feel successful. Like, you know, even it's like, we talk about, it's like, I want to choose different words other than like the grind, you know, the grind of these things, you know, and how it is. And I would like to say, instead of like grind, I'm going to change it to like consistency, like cause yes. consistency, like going to the gym consistently is very, very difficult, but it's yeah. like, you got to do it. If you want the results, you have to do it. And most people are going to tell you eh, like, why, why, why do you care? And, and we're, and we're going to definitely dive into that um, in the series because the mindset, the self-talk is going to be so, so huge because of the external noise. Um, there's a lot of external noise. We're going to talk about imposter syndrome. We're going to talk about all these things. I mean, we have so much content coming your way that is exclusive to the CEO members. If you have friends, female friends, you guys, that you're like, oh, they need to be in here. They need to see this. They need to hear this. They need to be supported. Um, please invite them in. We're going to give you instructions on how to do that because it. we want to build this up and make this the most awesome girl boss tribe ever. And we are formulating our terms and our words and all these things. And we are re we are rewriting what success actually looks like. And we are rewriting the definition of what happiness is, because let me tell you something. Yes, you are capable of making money. And by the way, if you are what I call an omnipreneur, that's what we are. We are omnipreneurs. And let me tell you what that is. You might've started a, a, a thing on the side. You might be making money. You might have your business. And now you're thinking, but I know I want to do something else, but I don't want to give this up. You can do all the things and we're going to give you content based on that mindset. I don't just have this one business. Deneen doesn't just do this. And so at the end of the day, we are going to be those voices that tell you, have fun, 
do the things, fail forward. It's okay. You're not going to go past zero. And yeah. if you hit zero, you have nowhere else to go but up. And we're going to give you the tools and the encouragement, and we're going to cheer you on. And any of you ladies that are that are in the comments, in the, in the little forums that we have in the topic areas, and you see something you love, please cheer each other on. Celebrate one another, because that's what this is about. Any Absolutely. last words, Ms. Deneen, before we sign off? Well, I'm just like super excited for everyone who's going to be joining us on this journey. And we just are so excited to show you like what is possible and give you the tools and the resources to actually do the thing. I mean, honestly, um, it's like we, Rachel says, you know, sometimes it's like you fall in, you have to fall in love with the process, but it sucks. Yeah. And, um, we just are so excited to be able to build this platform for everybody to try something for themselves. Yes. This is so you can bet on you but where the odds are in your favor. <laughs> we are going to lead, tilt the odds in your favor. That's all we have for this episode. Go ahead and tune into the next one if you're ready. And we will see you next time. If you're new to my content and you want to tap into resources, workbooks, courses, masterminds, a community of like-minded women that can support you on your entrepreneurial journey, head on over to my website, rachelmedina.com and click any button you see that says she and it'll take you right on over there. In the meantime, if you're not doing so already, please follow me on social media at Rachel Medina 101. Let's go.